Hey, Cornerstone family, thanks for joining us for our podcast. This is the first episode of our podcast that we're going to be doing daily throughout our Read by Easter campaign. I'm excited to tell you that over 90% of our church family has committed to either read the Gospels, the New Testament, or the entire Bible between today, February the 17th, and Easter Sunday, April the 4th. I'm excited about this because it goes along with the, the series that we've been preaching on Sundays about worship and making worship a part of our everyday lives. So it's not just Sunday morning when we come together and sing a few songs or I preach. It's not just when we give our offerings, which we're going to talk about this next Sunday, but it's every day we make worship a part of our daily life. And so we're trying to resource you so that you can do that, that your thoughts can be on Jesus throughout the week. And so this podcast is part of that journey. And so you found us here on this podcast. If you want to find the RSS feed, you can find it at readbyeaster.com forward slash podcast. It's also available anywhere there are podcasts. Podcasts uh, on on Apple Music, uh, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Play, any place where you can find a podcast, just search for Bloomington Cornerstone, and it should come up there. And you can find that daily feed. You can even set it so that it downloads automatically to your phone or to your computer, so that you can catch up with us each day. We're gonna have some guests throughout the next couple of months, where we'll, you'll hear voices from the guests that are joining us, and maybe even some missionary guests on this podcast. And so we're looking forward to that. If you're needing other resources. Let me encourage you, go to readbyeaster.com forward slash commit. If you haven't already filled out a commitment form, either online or in person, that helps us to know who all is committed and what they're committing to read so that we can encourage you. It also gives us your email address, which is another way that we'll communicate with you during this journey. And then also there's readbyeaster.com forward slash worship. And uh, that's a curated list of worship songs that Jordan has put together for us that are songs that we sing uh, on Sundays and other songs that we're going to be singing leading up to Easter and will help you to make worship a part of your daily life. Also, if you don't have a physical copy of it, you can find the reading plan at readbyeaster.com forward slash plan. So all of those web pages will give you the information that you need to be able to join us for this journey of daily worship and daily scripture reading that we're doing together. So today I just want to read uh, eight verses from the beginning of Gospel of Mark and, and say a few things just to maybe encourage you on this journey and give you some perspective as we start this journey. Those of you that are reading the Gospels or the New Testament or the Old Testament, the whole plan, you're reading this as part of your reading today. So some of you have already read it. Some of you are yet to read it, but I want to read eight verses for you. Mark chapter one, verse one, the good news of Jesus Christ, the message begins here. Following to the letter, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, watch closely. I'm sending my preacher ahead of you. He'll make the road smooth for you. Thunder in the desert. Prepare for God's arrival. Make the road smooth and straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wild, preaching a baptism of life change that leads to forgiveness of sins. People thronged to him from Judea and Jerusalem, and as they confessed their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River into a changed life. John wore, camel, wore a camel hair habit, tied at the waist with a leather belt. He ate locusts and wild field honey. As he preached, he said, the real action comes next. The star in this drama, to whom I'm a mere stagehand, will change your life. I'm baptizing you here in the river, turning your old life in for a kingdom life. His baptism, a baptism by the Holy Spirit, will change you from the inside out. I don't know about you. Have you ever had one of those nights when... You just couldn't sleep. You tossed and turned and, and all throughout the night you couldn't sleep. And then it seems like just before your alarm goes off, 
you fall asleep and you get the soundest sleep that you've had all night. And then boom, your alarm, your alarm goes off and it's like a glass of cold water in your face. It's just shocking because you've struggled to sleep all through the night. And then all of a sudden you're shocked awake. And that's exactly what happens in the first eight verses of the gospel of Mark. The people of Israel, the Jews had been struggling to sleep. They'd been struggling to find their, their voice and their breath. And, and the first few verses of the gospel of Mark are like a glass of cold water in the face of a sleeping person. It is shocking what is happening because Mark says, Hey, all of the sudden this world that you've been living in is going to be turned upside down. They were familiar with John the Baptist. He had been baptizing people in water. But, but Mark and John the baptizer are saying that, that one is coming who is going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Now, it's not clear that John understands who this person is that's coming, but he understands the significance. Perhaps he thinks it's Yahweh himself, the, the God himself. Perhaps he thinks it's the Messiah coming. Perhaps it's some combination of the two, but it's not even really clear he understands. He just knows that he is a mere stagehand to the one who is coming. We know that the one who is coming is Jesus. And John had encouraged people to be baptized in the Jordan River as a symbolic way of leaving their life of sin behind and of accepting the life of the kingdom. But John says, Jesus is going to come and he is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And that's going to change you from the inside out. I want to encourage you. As, as we start this journey together, as we start this reading journey and this worship journey together, Jesus can change you from the inside out. For some of you, this is going to be a startling moment. It's going to be like that glass of cold water in your face when you're asleep. It's going to be that like that alarm going off and startling you as you've just fallen asleep. For some of you, you've been awake for a while. You've known that Jesus is working in your life. But I want you to remember that moment, that moment when you discovered Jesus, because sometimes we get so used used to the idea that Jesus is, that, that, that it becomes no big deal to us. Can I just challenge you? The fact that Jesus is, is a big deal. The fact that Jesus came is a big deal. And Mark points it out to us that this is a big deal. He describes John the Baptist as thunder in the desert, preparing for God's arrival, echoing the words of Isaiah. But I want to tell you, if John the baptizer is thunder in the desert, preparing for God's arrival, can you imagine the thunder and lightning that happens when Jesus shows up? Jesus can transform you from the inside out. What we're going to see as we read the gospel of Mark, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more tomorrow, is that Mark is leaning back into the Exodus story. Looking back into the Old Testament, those of you that are reading the whole Bible, you'll read the Exodus story in the next couple of days as well. But what was the Exodus? The Exodus was people in the desert being transformed and called into God's promised land. And so this new Exodus that Mark is talking about is all of us being called out of the desert of our lives, being called out of the, the destitute nature of our lives into a new life that is a new Exodus for us. It is a new transformation for us. And so I'm praying for you. I'm praying that this time, this read by Easter campaign will be a time of transformation for many of you, a time that you're encouraged, a time that you make scripture reading and prayer and worship a part of your everyday life. And I'm praying that Jesus will use this time and his word to transform you from the inside out, to change you from the inside out. And so I want to pray for you along those lines today. 
And then I'll be back tomorrow with a fresh podcast. But can I just pray for you wherever you are in your car, sitting at home, living in your living room? Probably most of you in your living room snowed in today. That's okay. Can I just pray for you? Jesus, thank you. Thank you for my Cornerstone family. Thank you for the beautiful thing that you're doing in our midst. Thank you for providing for us this last year through the pandemic and through all the things that have happened. Thank you that the vast majority of our church have been blessed to hold on to their jobs. And many have even received unexpected promotions and raises throughout this pandemic. We're grateful for that. We thank you. I thank you for members of our family who lost their job and then the next day found out that they got another job. Thank you, Jesus, for providing for us, for being with us. Jesus, we confess to you that there are times in our lives when we've taken you for granted. We've taken the fact that you are, that you came. We've taken it for granted, and we don't want to do that. We want every morning to be like that cup of cold water in our face, a reminder that you came to do something big, that you came to wake us up from our sleep, that you came to lead us out of the desert and the destitution that we live in to give us a new life, that you came to change us, not just on the surface, but you came to change us from the inside out. So we thank you for that, Jesus. And God, I pray today your blessing upon everyone within the sound of my voice. If there's anyone listening to me right now that has not experienced that change from the inside out, I pray, Jesus, would you come? As they confess that you are Savior and Lord, would you come and begin to transform them from the inside out? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow.